Hello, everyone. Welcome to our small group leaders podcast, where we help equip you to lead your small group more effectively. And uh, my name is Lexan Lomibao. I'm our educations director at our downtown congregation. And we also have our own kids church pastor and women's mm-hmm. pastor, mm-hmm. Jen Matias. Yep. Hi, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Wow. We are in 2024. Yes. 24. We... Don't forget. Exactly. <laughs> I know sometimes it takes me two months yes. to even get that correct. Same here. Exactly. So we are kicking off this new year by actually starting a new series titled Set Apart. And this series is actually a series that our entire Every Nation family is going through Mm -hmm. all across the globe. So we're excited to dive into this and we're going to go ahead and start and look at how the main thought in scripture says, many of us have wondered or asked, who is God or what is God like? A one-word description that perfectly describes God is holy. From its original Hebrew translation, holiness is apartness or sacredness, something set apart, different from anything else. In scripture, we can see two aspects of God's holiness, His goodness and His greatness. The holiness of God means that there is one or nothing that can compare to Him. God is perfect in every way. A misunderstanding of God's holiness can make us run from God like so many in the world do. However, a proper view of God's holiness should cause us to run to God, and we do this through praise and worship. Only our holy God is worthy of the attention of our hearts and our adoration. So Isaiah chapter 40 verse 25 through 26 and verses 28 breaks that down and how God calls us to give only the attention to Him from our hearts, but also from Psalms 96, also our adoration and praise. So Psalms 96 shows us how we should respond to God's holiness. And first one is to sing, we are made to worship, and also to declare, we declare who God is through our words and lives to others, and also to ascribe where we give glory to God and all that we do, where how we live matters. Mm -hmm. So now, Pastor Jen, we can go ahead and transition over to our discussion questions. And the first one is, is as you reflect on the weekend sermon, the main thought and the scriptures above, what is the Lord highlighting to you and why? Mm -hmm. This is a great start to the series, you know, talking about uh, that God is holy and that holiness should cause us to run to God. You know, I really love that line in the main thought. Um, And, you know, the holiness of God is something we don't always talk about, but it's so important. Understanding, you know, that He's holy and because of His holiness, you know, we get to be able to be holy as well. And so being able to worship Him, being able to live our life in a way that, that reflects that holiness is really, really important. But we also do realize that this discussion guide is coming in the same week as Seek Week. Yep. And so as a small group leader, you know, it's always important to go through the guide and take a look at, you know, what, what am I going to share? What's going to be important so that I can guide the rest of the group? But for Seek Week, we also know that you're going to be spending time praying. And mm-hmm. so some of you guys are going to be doing Seek Week and you're going to be doing the guide. Some of you are going to be uh, maybe splitting your group and having your apprentice run That's a right. small group and then the rest of you guys are going to be praying. But whatever it is, make sure, you know, if, whether you're going to be doing the discussion or not, it's really good to reflect and maybe even just, you know, text your group and say, hey, you know, I know we're not doing the guide, but can you take a look at the discussion guide? Take a look at the scriptures. What stood out for you? Because that's a great way to kind of keep that rhythm of small group and discussion happening. Um, the second question is, how can this discussion affect the way you view, view God's holiness? And so, again, this is a great place for leaders to kind of think through, okay, 
What can I share yeah. that is going to set the tone for the group, for the discussion? I don't want to share anything too surfacey because then everybody's going to think, oh, I'm just going to share something surfacey. You don't want to preach the whole time. You don't want to yeah. preach for an hour because then nobody's going to be able to share. Um, and you don't want to get too super religious or spiritual because then everybody's going to be intimidated. So it's finding that kind of sweet spot. And so Lexa, I was talking with you earlier about, you know, how God's holiness just this week, God taught me a lesson. Yep. You know, Mike and I got into a fight and in the middle of the fight, I just, I kind of heard God say, I'm holy and you're not. <laughs> and, you know, that was really just kind of a, a moment for me realizing that, God, I need you in my marriage, especially in the hard times to realize, okay, God, I can't solve all the problems. I can't fix my husband. I can't fix myself without your holiness, without trusting in you more. And that's probably what I would share, you know, when I'm in small group. I wouldn't kind of like go into too many details or, you know, go to too long. But I think that that kind of story would resonate with the ladies in my group and they would be able to say, Oh yeah, <laughs> me too. Or oh yeah, I know what you mean by that. And you know, I could elaborate and with a little bit more detail. But that's probably you know, I like to share fresh stories. God gives me fresh stories all the time, so <laughs> I like to share fresh things because um, then they they know that I'm living life you know in the moment with God. It's not like an old faith that I you know I've already arrived. I've already understood who God is. But I'm I'm actually trying to live this every day of my life, including in my marriage. What about for you, Lex? Would you what would you share at that moment? No, Pastor Jen, that's great. And you know what? I think I think the magic and the power of sharing your own story, it shows us that we're not perfect, but it also shows that God is perfecting us day by day. Yeah. Okay. So one thing that yeah. I would even share specifically from my own personal experience is because I'm Filipino and I grew up Catholic. So when I used to go to church, I used to see holiness as something that I can never raise myself up to. So I would think, you know, I might as well not even try. But then recognizing, obviously, through this discussion, that God makes us holy because of what Jesus Christ has done right, in our amen. lives. So when we, show th when we share those specific stories and we're transparent and we let them know that we're not perfect, but we are progressing, I think that's huge for the people that are listening. So as you right. lead your small group, small group leaders, make sure that you share those personal stories right. and let them know that holiness, perfect holiness, only comes from God, right. where we are never perfect, we are being perfected, but it is an ongoing and continual process. Right, right. So shout out to Mike Matias for giving you all those testimonies <laughs> <Yes>. and stories. <laughs> and, and the uh, rest of my family too. Exactly. <laughs> yep, yep. And then I think one thing I would also add is I, I love how you said you can't make yourself holy. You can't bring the own changes by your own willpower. Because the truth of the matter is, is that willpower wilts. And if we continue to lean on our own strength instead of staying connected to the source of our holiness, we'll never experience the perfection and transformation that we want. Right. So that's actually in response to my second, the second question and how that affected the way or my view of God's holiness. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is, how can the truths discussed today draw you toward worshiping God? In what ways do you express your worship toward God? Mm -hmm. So you know what? I'll go ahead and start this one since you started the previous question, Pastor Jen, is I would say the first thing that I would do to, to draw even into worshiping God is being honest with Him in hard moments. Mm -hmm. Because I fight with my wife all the time, <laughs> and I am not ashamed to say it. But there were moments where I've had to say to God, <clears throat> help me love my wife in the way that you love her. That's because great. I can't do it on my own. Right. And then I recognized, too, that my worship was not just singing on a Sunday morning or a Sunday evening, but it was 
cleaning up the house even though I was so upset at her. But yet God said, serve your wife, love your wife, because that's what I called you to do. And you will worship me mm -hmm. through doing so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So That's so good, Lex. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. You know, a lot of times people will think, oh, worshiping is singing. Well, God did not give me the gift of being able to sing. <laughs> I, I'm sure that that will be redeemed when I get to heaven. But, Amen. you know, here on earth, it's not it's not one of my gifts. And so at first, when I was a younger Christian, I thought, well, I don't really worship God. And then when I learned that worship God is everything that we do, living our life, the way we talk, the way we speak, even just the way we act and carry ourselves, that's all worship unto God. And so, yes, uh, in marriage, we get a lot of opportunities opportunities to worship God, but even in our workplaces, even in our friendships, even in uh, how we interact with our family, like all of those things can be worship unto God. And, you know, really what we want our life to be is uh, something that is attractive and something that other people want, people who are not, you know, don't know Jesus, people who are not walking with the Lord, or people who maybe are not as consistent in their walk with the Lord. You, you want them to say, wow, you know, there's something about you. You have a joy. You have a hope. Mm -hmm. You have a peace about you. You know, even in the hardest circumstances, you seem to have this something about you. And they're not going to be able to mm -hmm. articulate it. But really, it's because we're worshiping Lord, uh, God in everything we do, in the good and in the bad. And mm -hmm. so being able to display our life to the world and express our worship to God, not just in church, not just in small group, and not just, you know, when you're with people that you need to kind of show that you're you're a Jesus follower but with the entire world and everything that you know when the Holy Spirit's following you around uh, you know doing all the different things can can God feel your worship in all that you say and that you do and I think that that's a good point you know in small group to kind of encourage everybody because it is hard you know yeah. especially newer people they think okay I can do it for an hour in small group I can do it for an hour mm -hmm. in church um, but the rest of my life wow it's really really hard and just asking them to think, okay, what is one area, maybe in 2024, that God wants you to express your worship to Him that's going to be challenging, that you're going to need His help with, that you're going to need His holiness in, and then you can keep each other accountable throughout the year, you know, just follow follow through, like, hey, remember you shared that, you know, that one week, you know, how is it going, how, how has the challenges been, how have you been depending on God through that one thing God's asked you to worship Him in? Mm, that's really good, Pastor Jen. And I think even as we close this Small Group Leaders podcast is to also encourage them and let them know that they won't get it perfect all the time. Right. I mean, when it comes to putting off and putting on, I mean, bi biblically, we look at it like clothes, too. It's like you do it every day. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And sometimes you don't do it right. Sometimes you put the wrong shoes. Sometimes you wear the wrong sweater that you want to wear. Right. But even in the mistakes, if you consistently do it, like we said earlier, you're not going to be perfect, but God will perfect you. Right. So I think that even as we lead our small groups, it's important to remind them saying, hey, as long as you progress, that's what God is pleased mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. So. Right. Small group leaders, as we are consecrating ourselves during this Seek Week through fasting and prayer, let's ask ourselves, what has God called us to put off and what has God called us to put on? Mm -hmm. Putting off the old and putting on the new. But now, small group leaders, we just want to say thank you so much for joining us. And we are excited to see what God is going to reveal for all of us as we get ready to go into 2024, but starting off the year right by consecrating ourselves through seeking God this Seek Week through fasting and prayer. So we'll see you next week. God bless you, and we love you guys. Amen. Bye. Thank you, everybody.